welcome to Human to Human. I'm here with Echo, better known as Echo Effect on, oh, your, on your YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my oh, gosh. So I'm, oh, I'm so excited to have you here. We are diving into race. It's perfect timing for Black History Month. Absolutely. We're also going to talk about pansexuality and your experience Ooh. with that and toxic friendships. So many topics we're going into and I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more than excited. Like I'm ecstatic. I love it okay so we'll first start talking about race and kind of your personal journey with it um, especially right now during a time when the Black Lives Matter movement is huge and so important to be educating ourselves on and paying attention to Mm -hmm. and something that you've said in your YouTube videos which I'd love you to kind of expand on is saying that being black is not a tragedy yep absolutely so um I'm gonna first like elaborate on that thought with the whole idea that when we think about Um, Black people in the media, unfortunately, there's always, we we get the very dim aspects of Black culture and Black life. Um, A lot of the time it's behind bars or when like Black people are not uh, like doing the the best as they can. And I don't think Black people are represented the way they should be 100% of the time. Because if we focus on everyone's, let's say, like criminal record or like the the worst parts about themselves, we we never have good news ever. But for some reason, when it comes to Black lives, <laughs> uh, along with like systematic and systemic racism, everyone's like, you know what? They're not great. And that's a problem. So when I was addressing it in my um, 12 Take Care Tips for Black people, I wanted everyone to understand that being Black is not a tragedy, meaning that not everything, like, of course, we, we can't always talk about the uplifting things. However, there's more to being Black than just the tragedies that, that happen to be in some of the people within the community. Um, I find that social media happens to highlight everyone else's good graces. And then when it comes to black people, it's once in a blue moon. And like, I can, like, if I were to ask any one of my other friends or like work colleagues and coworkers, they would tell me maybe 12 from black people. They know that were like behind bars just recently, but no one that became a scientist and got their degree and like nothing that's actually uplifting. And that's sad to me. And like even movies, for example, like black movies happen to be, oh, they fall in love. They die. Oh, they get shot. Oh, there's this. And that's there's that's tragedy as a whole. Like I can only name a couple black movies that have really good, happy endings. And that's something I feel it should be brought up a lot more to bring a little bit of balance. Yeah. Um, And just realism. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And it's crazy. It's so good. I'm so glad we're opening up the conversation about this, especially like Mm -hmm. on my platform as well. And having you be able to speak on this is amazing because it's true too. When I think about what I scroll through on social media, it's so much about the tragedies that happen and, you know, the police brutality and the amount of black people who are imprisoned when it's less celebrated of like, look at these incredible accomplishments that the black community has as well. Absolutely. And it's sad. I feel like it's it's a part of like not only like my responsibility, but I also feel like um, especially like, let's say, um, black entrepreneurs, those who are starting their own businesses um, and those who are really educated about um, not only like black lives, but black history do their part to like always talk about it and like bring it up because like without it, then like we get no coverage. And like sometimes like you're the only person that can vouch for yourself, you know? Yeah. And I'm curious no. how you feel about that. Like, do you feel this responsibility mm-hmm. to educate and, and to speak on this and, and how that affects you as a person and your mental health as well? Honestly, um, when I think about talking about anything towards Black History Month or just being a Black young queer woman, um, it's, I feel like it's somewhat of an obligation and also a burden at the same time. Because 
it's not just my job alone to educate people about the things that they should naturally want to know about and or um, have a lot of arrogant, ignorant views about. Um, however, even though sometimes it's, it's very taxing and like um, it's hard to be the only person that has the most education in the room about it or has a really strong opinion about it. Um, I know that without my voice, there's not really a voice. Um, yeah. And at the as much as I, I do... It's hard to even explain sometimes because because I, I created, like, say, the Black Effect series on my channel to talk about uh, the uplifting parts about being Black and even the tragedies and just ways that we can all heal each other and work together as a community. And I still had to take a break on that towards when George Floyd passed away uh, or sorry, was murdered um, and other like tragedies like that, because it just was so hard on the soul to try to be so uplifting in such hard times. And so I try to do a little bit of both, like. I'll, I'll make content for it. I'll talk about it. And then I'll take my break so I can like recuperate. Cause I know it's not just my responsibility to teach everyone. Um, but the least I can do is give people the resources they can to like elevate and continue learning. And if any questions are asked my way, I always feel free to answer them just on like, you know, my own terms kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think it's really important to set that boundary with yourself. And, you know, and I'm sure there does come a lot of joy with with sharing about this and having conversations Absolutely. about it and making sure change, you know, I, I hope that you can feel that change when you get to communicate with people about it. Um, but at the same time, I love the video you posted about 12 uh, self care tips for black people. And if you want to touch on that, and how important it is to, you know, take the time for yourself and, you know, not always feel that burden. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I feel like, uh, especially when I was, uh, when I uploaded that video, I did it with, um, my brother also known as like fearless on my channel. And we just have, have like a lot of separate conversations, just like on our like ones about how we tend to focus so much on the negative that it's hard to focus on the positive. And it's wonderful to acknowledge that there's negativity there. But like I was saying earlier, like it's, our responsibility and almost like we, we can't forget the positive things that come with being black as well. So in the video, I just kind of talk about um, immersing yourself in like our culture and every, every black culture has, has some sort of, of, of like music or food or something or like movies and like, in like home languages that you can study and learn and embrace yourself. In, and those are the positive aspects of culture and learning history as well. Like who invented what? And who was there for who? And like, <laughs> um, I think all of those wonderful things that um, I, I don't even talk about everything within that video. Just some some of the really small little things that you can do to make yourself feel a little better as a black person going through um, what I like to call um, a shift. Because as much as we went through a lot of like a lot of horrible uh, life changing things within 2020, I feel like. Um, those tragedies led to a, a big shift in the way people push and um, change their views towards um, like fighting for causes like Black Lives Matter and opening their eyes up a little more. And like, unfortunately, things like Blackout Tuesday happened, but then we were able to sit there with our social media like community and be like, hey, that's not okay. Let's fill Black Blackout Tuesday with more educational things that we can help, you know, fix uh, police brutality and um, the ignorance that comes with um, being a completely different like race and trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just like, I guess all in all, like in that video, I kind of just touch about how we can feel better about it, continue educating, but also take the time, like you said, right. To, to like calm down and um, recenter ourselves. Cause it's not always our job um, as black people to like 
educate like we're not being paid for it so therefore you know like it's not necessarily something we have to do but we are willing to do it because we're the only ones who can kind of thing yeah absolutely and I think it's important to sit in a position and know that I will not be able to fully understand the shoes that you're in Mm -hmm. but to be able to sit here and have an open conversation about it and then be able to educate myself as well from what I learn and be able to open up that conversation in the communities I'm a part of who may not have the same access or Mm -hmm. openness you know I feel like there is a big thing around oh I'm scared of saying the wrong thing or I'm scared of you know fucking up or saying something stupid but I think it's important to open ourselves up to that mm-hmm. space because if we don't, nothing's going to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not even just, um, you know, worrying about saying the wrong things. Cause I, I have a lot of um, uh, friends of color and just white friends as well, who happen to say the same exact, I don't know if this is the right thing to say. I'm not sure if this is going to come off offensive, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like, like you said, like the only ways to open up those doors is to ask those questions, is to do your research on it, is to understand that if you're saying, I hope this doesn't offend you before you say it, you probably shouldn't say it. Um, and just like basic stuff like that, because it, in order to get, acquire knowledge, you have to ask, you know? Um, yeah. And sometimes scary questions revolve around scary answers, but it's the open-mindedness, I guess, and like willingness to um try your best to understand and also like like you said acknowledge that privilege to be like I'm never gonna fully understand this but I can't sympathize I can't empathize and I can do something about it knowing that like privilege carries a whole different voice to when it comes to like these things as well yeah very powerful thing privileges yeah, 100%. And I think it's it's a really powerful thing to sit and acknowledge it too. And I mm-hmm. think that's something that I hope is becoming more normalized now is to be able to as, you know, I educate myself more as a community, everybody's educating themselves more to sit and be like, no, I, because of the color of my skin, I have privilege. And recognizing that isn't Absolutely. this scary thing. It's something that's going to allow us to, I think it's so important to have curiosity and be seeking that information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like, agree. <laughs> it's interesting because this conversation makes me feel like very like expanded and excited about the change that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that's so incredible. But I'm curious how you cope with when you know these conversations aren't always happening, or when you feel like the change won't be made, like racism will be so ingrained in our society for a long time. You know how you feel about that? Honestly, um. There's a lot of points in my life where I felt very defeated and unable to cope. Um, and I found myself like crying a lot about the future and like my future children and how and what, how, and what I'm going to do to teach them that they can be strong and um, be able to educate in the same kind of um, patterns. And at some points I felt like it was impossible and that it's never going to happen. And that like I was just made on this earth to like be a very upset black woman and worry about the things that I can't control. However, I realized staying within that mindset meant that I was also allowing myself to not make change as well, um, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. And I feel like acknowledging my feelings helped my body and how my body and my heart and my mind kind of all connect and just be real and say that like this stuff fucking sucks. Like it, it's horrible and it hurts. But the only way to heal something that's hurting is to open it up you know, put alcohol on, on, on the wound, you know what I'm saying? Like, like (laughs) and and go on to fix it because end of the day, without speaking about it, it's not going to be talked about. It's not going to make our way to fix, um, something I also, I feel like, uh, I like to address a lot of the time is that, uh, I feel like as a society, we love to sit down and talk about the issue, but we never really talk about the solutions. Mm 
Um, this is happening. Yeah, this sucks. Great. How can we fix this? How can we get to this point? Um, and it's because a lot of other people want to argue about what is right and what is wrong. But like, end of the day, when, when a whole entire race is being murdered for the color of their skin, that is not something to be argued against. It's ethically wrong, morally wrong, spiritually wrong. Like, it's not something I, I at least feel like it can be argued against. And when it comes to everything as a whole, I just, I know that I've coped the best with it by allowing myself to just like feel things I need to feel mm. and like pick up the book, turn it to the next page and continue doing things I need to do to protect myself and also help others just understand. Cause most of the time, uh, like, you know, ignorance comes from like the definition itself, like a lack of understanding, yeah. you know, when we get to arrogance and bigotry, that's a whole different kind of story. Cause then there's, you know, a little bit of privilege and extended, I don't give a fuck energy. Um, I like to call it, um, <laughs> but at the same time, um, I just feel like some people genuinely do want to learn and they do just need the help to understand and want a little bit of extra help. And that's fine. Um, however, uh, uh, I guess to answer the question, like it's something that I've kind of let allowed myself to just, I guess I'll like re-explain. It's just, I know some people just want to have arguments, you know, just want to have conversations about this just so they can hear their voice, just to talk. Um, and I've, I've grown to be okay with that because those who want to make a change will be willing to, and they mm -hmm. won't just like sit there to hear their own voice essentially is what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, no, that a hundred percent. And I think that even kind of segues well into think, thinking, but thinking about friendships and toxic friendships and real Absolutely. friendships that are genuine ones, because I think I'm sure that's something you can really notice in friends as well as the, the ones who are true and there to support you are there to learn and, you know, yep. open, have open conversations. And I'm, Absolutely. I'm curious if you've had experiences with people who, you know, just want to hear their own voice and talk about all the stuff and aren't interested in a different yep. perspective. <laughs> absolutely absolutely oh my goodness I feel like everyone can feel that at some point you know I feel like even even if you're not a toxic friend you felt that on a genuine like you've talked to someone and only really wanted to hear your voice because anger does that to people you know we're all human and emotions do flow out in the same ways if you ask me I think even the sweetest person has a bit of toxicity within them I feel like everyone's evolving and everyone's growing and it takes certain people and energies to help you grow to that certain point and that unfortunately happens to go um that unfortunately happens to be like ringed out through toxic people and situations that we encounter because sometimes we have to feel certain things in order to move on from them and other times we have to hear them so you know toxicity comes in different forms in different like ways a lot of the time <laughs> yeah wow and I think it's really powerful to also be like no there's some of that in myself too you know we're not none of us are perfect we all have our things we have to work through and mm -hmm. I think it gets easy sometimes to sit in a position of you, you, you are pointing at the people around you and blaming Absolutely. that. When I think mm -hmm. even thinking about the feelings and the way we react to certain situations or certain people can make us feel Absolutely. like, okay, wait, this is about me. This actually yeah. isn't about them. <laughs> No, and you're absolutely right. And I even I even want to add on to that point because I feel like even the opposite happens sometimes where some people um, happen to go through, let's say, toxic situations and only blame themselves. Like it takes two to tango, you know, and that that's not just towards um, intercourse. Like it, it happens in real life, too. Like um, um, essentially what I guess what I'm trying to say is that a lot of the time we either do the opposite where we blame everyone else or blame ourselves entirely. And guess what? It's both. Yeah. And even if it's 75, 25 you know, 80, 20, 
is that math? Yes, 80, 20. <laughs> and stuff like that. It still takes, it, t- it still takes one part to, to like play in another part. Like, you know, all the pieces of a puzzle make an entire puzzle. So we can't really ever blame one person or even ourselves for certain things because it's all situational. Yeah, at the end of the absolutely. day, in my opinion, at least. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. And I think it's, it's so easy in our society too to take the stance of like, it's more simple or the easy way out to just, blame one way or the other but to Mm -hmm. actually sit and be like oh no 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 there's multiple factors contributing to this that we need to like digest Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this is hard work to do too like this shit is not simple like this (laughs) takes like wanting to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) especially wanting to progress as well wanting to hear things about yourself that you didn't want to admit as well is a huge thing um or uh um let's say like losing people in your life that you never thought you'd ever lose to like feel to feel and understand certain things um because this like what I'm going to say now is is also kind of I want to say almost I guess controversial or almost even um very situational I want to say because it really depends but sometimes we need bad energy in order to understand the good energy if that makes sense you know what I mean and I feel like a lot of the time uh let's say let's talk about like let's say uh relationships we get, we get into a relationship, we feel super loved and valid and appreciated. That relationship ends. Oh my God, I'm so unlovable. Oh my God, no one cares about me. I, I'm not going to be able to find anyone else. And those are all the first things that come to mind. But it's, what about how wonderful the memory was? What about how helpful the relationship was for you to help you grow? Even if it was more good than bad or more bad than good, you still gain something from that. And if you can't look at the bigger picture lesson here and you just keep attacking yourself and or the other person, you're not growing. You're not taking the lesson that like this universe allowed this person to give you into your life. And then people end going in cycles and cycles and happens again and again. Oh my gosh, I can't find good friends. Oh my gosh, I keep finding um, partners that don't care. And I did it. And it's because you people don't take the time to, you know, fix themselves and heal themselves and grow from these lessons. So the universe goes, you know what, baby, you got to do one more time. Cause you're, yeah. not, you're not, you're not understanding. <laughs> you gotta do one more time. You know, like sometimes you miss the yellow brick road. Cause you, you think it's orange. You think it's red, but baby it's yellow. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, we gotta, we gotta figure out ourselves and, um, and sometimes like not even get the answers that we want, like closure or, um, figure out why certain things have happened because it, it's not in our life path to do that. Yeah. Um, like, but what, like, what do you think about like toxic friendships? And that I, fucking love everything you just said like I could (laughs) not agree more like my favorite thing in the world is when guests come on the podcast and they say like so much amazing shit that by the end of your sentences I'm like cool I my job is done I don't need to say have a good night (laughs) later (laughs) like I could not agree more and I love what you said about like the universe bringing it in again Mm -hmm. and like no you didn't listen this time you're not paying attention you didn't you didn't take away what I needed you to yes (laughs) another <laughs> and that's the like, worst because it feels almost like a like, a like almost like this roller coaster of this loop de loop over and over and over and it's just I know that can be really tiring for some people as well especially even when it comes to not even just friendships and relationships but like family shit too yeah because then uh, uh we think that all of a sudden we're targeted or like that uh, I don't deserve this and why me but like why not you you know, like, like, have, like, why isn't that the question too? Like, why not you? <laughs> what, yeah. what are, what are we gaining from this? What are we learning? And sometimes it's not even about like, I guess the people in our life, it's the boundaries that we learn too. Like how we set up ourselves, how we communicate, like many different little things to get taught besides just like the whole idea of, oh, you have to love yourself. Like 
what if you, what if you don't know how to communicate and this person that came into your life is teaching you how to communicate and now you're sitting here like why me well what'd you do you didn't communicate and boom like you know those are the lessons we take away sometimes too a hundred percent a hundred percent and it's and it's just so interesting because it's so easy to get bogged down and like oh yeah like why did this like and it's there's such a like thing is like oh it's another failed talking stage oh another mm-hmm. failed talking stage I have had I had literally was counting no it's so funny I was counting so like since the past three months I have yeah. been on like seven FaceTime <laughs> zoom dates seven and I actually am I'm, and I haven't been on a second that. date I've gone on so many first dates I haven't been on a second, second date, date. In over a year and a half like literally and I just had a second date last weekend and I have a third this weekend and I'm like what am I gonna wear I have <laughs> never had to figure I, I wear the same thing on every first date like every one of them that's so funny <laughs> but this also makes me realize it's like getting to a point <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're just so real. And I love that because that authenticity is really what like makes uh, the lessons work, you know, like, yeah. And, and it, it gets so easy to be like, what the fuck? Why do they all suck? <laughs> but it's not that it's oh, yeah. every, every interaction I have with these people mm-hmm. are making me be like, oh, that's what I didn't like. Okay. That's what I didn't yes. like. And this is what I prefer. And also getting the confidence to know that within myself and say that and walk away because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't like that thing he did, but like, he's like really cute. And he like, listened to my podcast and yes. he complimented me on it. And it's like, no, 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 we can hold a higher standard. Jessica. Yes. We don't, we don't, we don't like bare minimum. We don't <laughs> applaud a fish for swimming. Yes. We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> that is my favorite saying ever. A hundred percent. And I think, and it goes the same with friends. And I think mm-hmm. we should be holding our friends and our partners and our family at such a similar Absolutely. standard. Mm-hmm. Like never settle just never settle like (laughs) basically and 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 it's like confidence that has to come from within you need to be fulfilled from within so you're not like seeking these external validations like of course getting validated from other people is amazing and we do need it from time to time and we can have that but getting that from yourself is so necessary and when you find that from within you can also recognize like toxic situations so much quicker absolutely and human to human here um wink wink nudge nudge It, it's it's such a powerful and like wonderful experience to know that not only are you recognizing the parts of yourself that may have let's say needed these certain external factors from other people and how you can get that naturally from yourself but then noticing it from other people as well and being like wow that was me at some point or like I, yeah. I feel for that or sometimes it's like I don't feel for that at all but vicariously I can look at you and be like that's not for me that's not it yeah. <laughs> and like um I want to hear your thoughts about, about like, uh, toxic friends. Like what's something you wish that you knew before like a toxic situation happened? I feel like, oh, that's such a good question. I love when people <laughs> pull shit back on me and I'm like, oh, now I have to think no, about it. Hey, I'm the host here. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, I love it. I think something that I wish like I would know is that one, it's okay to say no. It's okay to mm-hmm. not have, it's okay not to like jive with everybody and vibe with everybody. Absolutely. And the more I have conversations just like this, the more I connect with people who make me feel so fulfilled and I feel like we're connecting on such a great level, the more I'm like, oh, that. <laughs> 
at, that wasn't it. And that didn't have to be it. And I could have said no. And I could have walked away or I could have said, I don't want you in my life. Mm-hmm. And, but being able to be exposed to such real people, such authentic conversations, such honesty and vulnerability makes me see that other shit and be like, oh, that was so I different. Was, yeah. like <laughs> I completely feel that. I completely feel that. And those are, those are such good key points as well, because not only are you establishing your own boundaries through that, you're also understanding that, um, oh, there's a word for this, but like, even though you may have the best intentions for someone and you may give your hundred percent to them, that might not always be their hundred percent or what they need. Like people can decline your love and like affection yeah. or attention. And that's completely like fine. Cause you know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you like salt, sometimes you like sugar, sometimes you like both. And like, you know, everyone's allowed to have like their, their like preference. Yeah. Um, and something that I would want to know too, is just like to listen to that inner, that inner gut, that inner instinct that's inside that says, mm, I didn't like that. Or like, mm, that wasn't right. And actually know that that's very, that's, that's not at my core. And that's, that's to be listened to. Yes. Pure intuition, pure intuition. And that's yeah. usually most of the time. Like I, I usually get uh, emails from, um, cause I do the skin and lip gossip hotline on my channel too, where like I get advice or people ask me for advice kind of thing, um, through my DMs or like my email and I'll get emails, um, from really loyal Royal mafia members. So like, if they're listening to this podcast, like, Hey, make sure y'all, you know, follow my girl, Jessica McDonald, she's doing her <laughs> thing. <laughs> but, um, I, I usually get emails about, um, people who, who are just like figuring out themselves and learning, um their different boundaries and what they want to know and I feel like one of the major arcs of that is I didn't know something wasn't okay because I was I was taught from a young age that like this was the way to live essentially so like for example um like someone's parents used to yell about yell at them for everything so their natural reaction to confrontation was to yell about it and that's something they had to learn throughout like their their relationships and um figuring out right from wrong. And um, I love replying to those emails and being like, you know, I can't answer this for you. And I can give you my advice, but I can't tell you how to live your life because you need to learn these lessons in your own manner, you know, because I can give you the blueprint to how I figured it out for myself. But Mm -hmm. maybe you need to yell at some more people before you get, you know, (laughs) slapped across the face. Or maybe you need to yell at more people before someone you someone you really love gets genuinely hurt. And then you can learn from that or even vice versa, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and just, I don't know. I, I get, I get so happy. And like, I love when people start to um, figure out parts about themselves, whether it takes a long time or even t- a couple of minutes. Cause it's, it's a lot to like self-reflect not only on the things that you've done and could have done better, but knowing you can't hold yourself up to your past. And like, I love the saying that you can only compare yourself to, to your past self and be better than who you were yesterday. You know, you can't yeah. really compare yourself to anyone else. I can't compare my, myself to Michelle Obama or, or I'd be really depressed. Like I'd be really sad. Like I'd just be like, wow. Um, you know, my, I don't have curves like that. Like I'd be sad, but like, you know, I can only compare myself to like what I was yesterday. And that, that, that kind of stuff is what I feel like is really helpful. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I couldn't agree more. A hun- real fucking shit. No, a hundred percent. I love it. Like I could just talk about this stuff for so long and it's so true and the fulfillment Mm -hmm. comes within ourselves and it is, I love um, your platform and just what you post and people reaching out. And, and I just love like, you know, it's so amazing when people will message and say like, Hey, I want your advice on this. And I've received a few messages like that. And, Oh, it just makes my heart explode. Melt. Right. I'm like, you, you, I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast this morning and you want me to help you with your life. That's crazy. I, you know, like it just, it makes you feel some, I honestly, I feel like at a more toxic point in my life, like I want to say maybe like, like 
early, early middle school, like figuring out life, I, I thought about those things as power trips, you know, because it was like, I have all this, like this person's going to listen to me word for word. But like, as I've grown, and as I've learned through like my other experiences, like, even when it comes to giving advice, I know it's such a privilege to feel to, to know that some people rely on you for some form of guidance, because either they're lacking or they want a really strong opinion. And just not only that, but that they feel comfortable enough to hear another opinion, be open to it. And knowing that like, like what you say could really change the way they, they view a certain situation or how they get themselves out of something really dangerous or like yeah. something really toxic or something really good even. Because even the good stuff can be bad for you at a certain point, you know? Yes. Oh my God. I had this whole conversation with my therapist about how like I'll go mm-hmm. on like a what if train of like, you know, what if this happens and then this and then this. And like it's yeah. very common to go on a bad what if train, but my good what if train is just as dangerous. Yep. I will literally be like okay so like I went on one date with someone I'm like okay so like what if we like keep seeing each other we really like each other and then we like yeah. end up staying together and then we like live together and then we like have a family and then I'm like Jessica play footsies from the zoom call <laughs> yeah. I'm like you need to settle down no, but yeah, the thing that I love so much about what we're doing is normalizing these human emotions and these experiences mm. and these feelings because knowing that it's okay and accepting that is the start to any sort of change oh absolutely what do they say to in those AA meetings um the first the first step to recovery is acceptance uh yeah I, right that's like, I mean I haven't been like but like I support anyone that's getting help on that I just <laughs> like that's that those are the best parts though like like you yeah. said I, I totally definitely agree yeah a hundred percent and I just love how open you are with everything and now I want to talk about pansexuality and like your, Ooh, your experience your journey <laughs> when you f- kind of discovered this if you feel do you feel you have to identify yourself as pan or do you feel like you're like I just love everybody and like why is it a label thing mm, so I feel like um I guess within like the stonewall riots and um you know the first like pride parade and just like the lgbtq community and our labels were only to give us a sense of not i I feel like not only purpose but to feel included in something you know the minute there's like a label on a certain thing you're like okay i know what this is and i know what to identify with i know what i want however i feel like the more we've advanced as a society we've like as someone in the lgbt community myself have come to realize that there's so many definitions and there's such a wide wide spectrum of different um, um labels within it um, so I guess for simplicity reasons, I, I, I identify as pansexual. I, I openly talk about that because I feel like um, it's not talked about enough, honestly. And then there's the whole debate between pansexuality and bisexuality. I feel like the same thing, if you ask me. Um, there's a little bit of specificities behind it, but like I said, it's a spectrum, right? Like, you're not really going to pinpoint one bi- pansexual to not be bisexual or not prefer. I, I prefer both. I prefer nothing. Like I prefer just being echo and echo effect and loving whoever I love, because at the end of the day, if I happen to be with someone who identifies as a man, I look straight to someone else. If I'm with someone who identifies as a woman, then I look lesbian to someone else. And at the end of the day, everyone's going to have a different viewpoint on you, essentially. And so I guess to explain it to others who may be a bit lost or a bit <laughs> arrogant ignorant <laughs> um i talk about being pansexual i explain it to them i give them the full like dictionary definition but on a regular note like you know i'm not gonna go to like starbucks and they're like oh what's your name and i'm like pansexual like i'm just gonna like, <laughs> echo you know what i'm saying like <laughs> um uh, uh, uh um i i don't remember the other question you asked me 
Um, I feel like that was like, that, that was, was pretty so, good. Okay. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, you. <laughs> I love that. And I feel like it's so important to kind of, it, it's just, it all comes back to your view on yourself and, yes. you know, who you are and who you care to be. And I love that you kind of, you know, you have your definition, you'll tell people when they ask, but you're like, I love who I love. And, and that's just me and I'm echo yeah. and I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, it is what it is. Like I, it's so funny. Cause like, I, I, have, a, I have a bit of like a mini story time. Yeah. Um, I just remember being in like, cause like in Uber, Ubers or Lyft, Lyfts like that I take, I always try to make, talk to the drivers. Cause I'm like, you know what? Like, I know you're bored and I'm entertaining. So like, you know what I mean? Like, well, like, well, like Kiki for a little bit. And like, I can tell when some of them are going to be a little homophobic. So I always try to mention it. Like I exaggerate the fact that, you know, I have like a wonderful girlfriend and stuff. So yeah, my partner, my partner, I said that for a majority. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah. Does he have a job? No, she actually has a job. <laughs> and the other ones would be really great about it oh my gosh yeah tell me about a girl that like you know ask more questions and be actually super polite about it and others will just stop talking the whole ride um wow. you know and just like sit in like silence i'm like wow like <laughs> my sexuality pays your bills because baby you real quiet all of a sudden like you know what i mean like and and before it used to bother me a lot because i was like damn like why can nobody just like live the way they want to live but then i realized how much power I have just by saying like what I am and how yeah. quickly it shuts someone up or how quickly it makes someone feel so, so uncomfortable. And I've always just wondered about the, those who feel uncomfortable by uh, other people's sexualities as if it affects them on a personal yeah. mental like level, like no one's saying you have to agree with the baby. Do what, do what you do. I don't like khakis, but if you like khakis, you like khakis. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to go to you and be like, change into skinny jeans or you're not valid like that's weird <laughs> and that's the same thing that's the same way I feel about sexuality like how are you going to come to me you know and talk about everything you believe in and push your beliefs onto me but baby like I like skinny jeans and you don't and that's okay like <laughs> I like women I like men I like anyone who identifies as whoever they want to be as long as they're a kind person and I'm attracted to them like it's kind of the same thing for me yeah so like yeah <laughs> I fucking love that I love because also you're not pushing your beliefs on someone else too it's you're just opening up you're being you so unapologetically and that is also I love that especially in the scenario where they're they get uncomfortable because it's like oh, oh you know what you're doing you're opening a bit of a door for them to be like oh like these people one exist I hope they know that but <laughs> are openly going to talk about it and like mm -hmm. whatever beliefs they have you being so comfortable being like oh yeah my girlfriend blah 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 or like having the sexuality conversation come up it's gonna it's gonna shift their trajectory of what they're thinking even even a little bit even if they think oh weird and they shut down the conversation you still showed them that you're a person like everybody else and you can have this open conversation and you challenge oh, the everyday norm, which is awesome. Oh, absolutely. And I just have to, I do have this preface real quick that like, I, I feel like over the years, cause like I used to be a really shy kid, like, believe it or not. Like I hated talking. I was always like crying, like very emotional. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody. Don't look at me weird. I will start crying. Like that was me. Like, <laughs> so really emotional, um, growing up. And so I've, I've learned and gained, acquired the skills to be a little more extroverted, a little bit, a little bit more open. And I mentioned those things because I feel like it's also a big privilege to be able to be so open, um, about it. And I still have family members who like talk in the WhatsApp group chats about how much they hate the fact that I am so open about it on my channel and to the public and stuff like that. And um, I've mentioned it in a couple other videos on my channel that like it, it not only bothered me, but it was kind of weird for me to experience that. But I feel like something I didn't really mention was that it was a privilege as well. Cause like 
not many people can be in safe environments and talk about who they are and who they want to be. And I do want to take a moment to acknowledge that because I'm thankfully in a space where even though there's a bit of like um, hypocrisy <laughs> and a little bit of judgment here and there, it's definitely not as worse as I know some other people have experienced it. And I've been thankful enough to like, let's say like not be kicked out of my house and not be forced to like live my life in a completely different manner because of like how I present myself and um, stuff like that. So I, I do want to like take a moment to address that because like, there's so many like queer kids. I just like so many gaybies. I just want to hug and like take in and adopt and just like if I had a whole kingdom, I just everyone would just be invited. Which is kind of like what I, why I made my channel, you know, yeah. like so that even if they do have to be in the closet for a bit of time or not talk about it, they can come to the channel, come to the comments, be as vibrant, be as loud as they want, whether like they're queer or straight or whatever they want to be. Because sometimes it's hard to be yourself ever, like in general. Yeah. Um. And so I don't know, I just wanted to just that really quickly, because I, I know there's some other people who wouldn't be able to do that, even if they really wanted to. Yeah, 100%. And it is really amazing to sit and say, it is an incredible privilege to be able to be who I am, express that openly, hold a space for people to do the same. And it's so heartbreaking to think about people who don't have that same privilege and aren't lucky enough to be able to be themselves. And I think it's so amazing to use that and say, mm -hmm. like, it's okay to be who you are and allow those people to see that, like, they don't need to hide themselves, especially. Yeah. Well, and of course, if you're in a dangerous situation, you're going to where, you know, you need to be and your survival instincts got to mm -hmm. kick in, right? But to be able to have some sort of space to go to, to be like, oh my God, look at this amazing woman being herself, doing her thing is just, it can be an escape, right? And it can be mm -hmm. a, a somewhere that, you know, I think it's important to model what is most authentic to us and show that others can do the same. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, like you took words out of my mouth. Like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I love this. Okay, well, if, if no one's checked out Echo Effect on fucking YouTube I, with during this entire conversation, you must on Instagram as well. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> of course. Is there any other social medias you want to shout out? Honestly, no, you did, you did a wonderful job. I want to thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, if you all are coming to my page from jessica's human to human podcast tell me jessica sent you in the comments below i'd love to hear all your human to human energies come come through <laughs> join the royal you know the royal mafia become a royal mafia member today <laughs> it's free 99 just like this podcast is free 99 <laughs> free <Listen> 99. <laughs> <laughs> and happy black history month to all my black folk out there um and everyone else who who just who needs a little bit of love i'm sending love to everyone in this uh really lonely time um yeah. everyone's staying safe washing their hands and <laughs> instead of going out maybe you should listen to jessica's podcast for the rest of the day um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Echo. Thank you for everything you do and for coming on here and just being so authentically you. It is so amazing oh, to have you. you on and just chat about this. I can't wait to see how we collaborate in the future. Like, I can't believe it took us this long to, like, get back together from high oh school. Oh, my God. Right. But that, that's the universe, baby. So people, you know, I, I just I watched you dance and Shawshay and everything from... <laughs> like show choir and now we're here creating content together like i know our like past teachers are like quaking like oh my god like we did that like <laughs> oh my god yes oh i would be such a proud teacher from esa to see these creations so so echo and i were in show choir together in grade 10 yes. i mean i was gonna say if you could believe it but i feel like you can we're both yeah, very loud <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well this was amazing i'm so excited to chat again soon 
Oh, absolutely. It'll be real soon, too. That collab is coming very, very soon. So I'll give you the layout and printout for all of that. Oh, my God. Perfect. But yeah, thank you so much. Like, I did miss you. I'm glad we're, I know. we're connected again. <laughs> I know. I your thank you guys so much for listening. Ensure you check out Echo Effect on YouTube and on Instagram. And take this opportunity to educate yourself on Black Lives Matter, on the Black community, on just how important it is to become aware of just all of the issues surrounding racism in our world and start you know educating ourselves so we can be advocates and we can make change um even in the smallest ways they do make a difference and without those small steps that we can all take we're not going to be able to make huge global change so thank you for listening i really really enjoyed chatting with echo and reconnecting from high school it was so much fun um, make sure you follow me on instagram at jessica j mcdonald make sure you follow at human to human pod subscribe so you know when episodes come out every tuesday and i wanted to take this opportunity to thank our sponsor pick my brain i mean while we're on the topic of inclusive and incredible communities seriously pick my brain is one of them let's throw that in there pick my brain just is full of incredible open-minded heartwarming people who all have such crazy different experiences in life and on pick my brain you can go and you can book these people you can read all about them on their profiles you can book them for calls you can have conversations with them you can book them for different sessions they have really unique offers out there and if you're someone who's a creative or wants to put yourself out there and make yourself available um, whether to share knowledge or some for some sort something creative and unique make sure you start your own pick my brain profile become a brain and let the world know that you're available to be booked and it's a really cool thing it's very unique it's like a really sick combination of like facebook and shopify and linkedin but in like this new economy insane way so make sure you go check out pickmybrain.world browse the brains feel free to book myself on there create your own profile become a brain and just expose yourself to more awesome people who wouldn't want to do that so check that out check echo out and check myself out as well thanks for being here and i will see you on tuesday for a really exciting episode if you have not heard of the band ivy tide you're about to